This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals, delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort hotel or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. So book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. And at MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 129 for the week of April 10th, 2016. Hello and welcome back to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week in the show, while Keith is having fun in Walt Disney World, Alan and I have brought on two guests to bring some class to the show. We would like to welcome Sarah and Melissa onto the show as we discuss a girls weekend in Walt Disney World. Welcome Sarah and Melissa. How are you? Doing great. Doing great, guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, you are you are very much welcome. So the reason we wanted to have you on the show back on episode 97, we did a guy's trip to Walt Disney World where we discussed what we would do if we brought, you know, just guys along on a trip to Walt Disney World for a weekend. And, you know, a lot of it was sort of the same. You drink and do whatever, maybe golf or, or whatnot. So we decided to get a female's perspective to see what you know, you ladies would like to do if you were down in Walt Disney World for a weekend. So, you know, it's just something interesting, and we have a, a large female demographic to the show, and it's only fair to represent the other sex. So, we're an equal opportunity podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, first, before we get started, we want to talk to you and find out about why you ladies love Disney so much. Um, so, I'm going to start with Sarah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and why Disney is a big part of your life? Absolutely. Well, I was pretty much born and raised Disney, you know, can, from my earliest memories, just remember having piles and piles of VHSs and all their nostalgic glory. And my mom had us in a Winnie the Pooh nursery. And it's just kind of like another member of our family and part of our family history. And often throughout my childhood, we were always saving up to that first Walt Disney World trip. And once we went in fifth grade, totally hooked so just 10 turrets later and now my husband and I have a podcast and a blog and everything Walt Disney related so complete Disney file love it it's kind of like 24 7 all (laughs) all the time so (laughs) total Disney geek in every single way (laughs) is your house completely decked out in Disney you know we just finally got um picture frames for our 12 Disney like old attraction posters so yes it is and all the vinylmation oh wow oh yeah (laughs) yeah the i know the vinylmation is becoming a dying breed but they're still pretty neat yes all right melissa tell us a little about yourself 
So I, like Sarah, grow, grew up on the movies, um, and I remember Sunday afternoons watching that Disneyland sing-along on repeat. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, but... And then when I was in college, I did the Disney College program, so oh, that really? really got me hooked, and I've been hooked ever since, and I love going, and I'm also a wish-granter for Make-A-Wish, so I love sending kids to Disney and getting to talk about it that way, and... Um, yeah, and I have a blog and a YouTube channel, so my husband and I just love talking about Disney and love going down there. Once again, you're you're basically living the Disney life as well. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I so I have to ask, since you both were raised pr- pretty much on, on Disney movies, your favorite Disney song to sing in the shower? <laughs> Part of your world. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I would say. And it's actually not in the shower, but I can be found singing along to make a man out of you. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. As the opening of the show, I mentioned it's going to be a girl's weekend. Since Alan has no experience in being a girl, (laughs) but has experience on the weekend, you know, we're going to talk to you two and see what you can come up with for things to do. In a, you know, as a weekend, you know, for a girl. So, Melissa, why don't you tell us, uh, like, your one of the first things that you would do? Maybe who would you who would you probably go down there with first? Who would you be like your first choice? And what kind of things are you thinking about doing? So, actually, some of my coworkers have and I have been talking about doing this. Oh, perfect! Um, so, I think we'd go down together. We all work with kids in a children's hospital, um, so we love you know using Disney in work, um, and I think. Honestly, a lot of the things we would do would be just having fun together. And I think, um, so one of the things we would probably get is the memory maker because we're all, you know, I think girls more than guys would be into doing the pictures in the park and going and seeing characters and, um, you know, we'd probably have some kind of matching (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt, you know, and those kind of things. But then I think... We would also want to do some of the cool things outside the park of, you know, going to the different bars and lounges, but also, you know, I know it's not available on the weekends, but things like the Jico wine tasting sounds really cool. I know that's only on Wednesdays, but I think that would be really cool to do. Or the Epcot wine walk where you do the three wine tastings in three different countries. Right. Um, I think those would be things that we'd be really interested in. That sounds fun. Can I go? Like, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the idea of memory maker. Yeah, as a guy, I I don't know if I would do that with like, like you said yeah, with I my friends. I didn't I, even think about that. No, when we not did at the all. guy show. Not at, at no point did I go. We should get memory maker so we can have memories. Of our trip <laughs> at, at no point has that ever come up. <laughs> I don't know. And I think it's just more of a thing that girls think about of taking pictures and wanting to have pictures from everything and wanting. To make sure that everyone's in the picture and being able to take like pictures with you know the characters or pictures you know acting silly and um, kind of have those forever. Yeah, as as a guy's perspective, I think the only thing we're thinking about is when we're going to eat and when we're going to drink next. Like to get the picture. <laughs> I mean, sure, well, as girls, how, how many pictures of us are there from New York? The three of us get together for the very first time ever. I think there's one picture of us um, as a group, right? Yeah. At, a, at the Aladdin uh, theater, yes, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's I think the only that's one. It. Yeah, or no, there was one we were recording too that your wife took. So yes, correct. You won't even take credit for that. She <laughs> probably is the one who said, 
You guys should have a picture. Yeah, I think she did say that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sarah, let's see where you start at. Yeah, well, I actually had the pleasure of going with one of my best friends to Disney World while we were in college, just instead of paying the huge price of actually graduating in the formal ceremony of ceremony of undergrad we went to disney world so smart so yeah we've done that i'll probably take one of my other best friends she's got little kids and could use a break so (laughs) we definitely go and the first thing that came to my mind that i've always kind of secretly wanted to do but have never done because i don't think my husband would be into it would be afternoon tea at the grand floridian oh good idea just to be able to like dress up i've it's usually so hot and you're always like sweaty and you don't look cute but if you could be able to just like go and get fancy fied and and just be a lady for a little while and feel like a princess i think fancy-fied. that would be so fun my I wife mean, really wants to do that and, yeah and i told her i told her i would do it on the next trip uh yeah i would be willing to do it i i don't I mean, mind tea so i'll do yeah. it yeah I'm going to second you on that, Sarah. It would be a great idea and definitely not something my husband would be into. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would be into that if my daughter wanted me to go and said, Daddy, please take me. Yeah, oh. then, you know, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. But my wife, she's, if my wife's like, oh, I want to go, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Double standard, but still. <laughs> no, I get it. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> But that is a good idea. That's, you know, see, that's the thing. Like you're thinking outside the box already, <laughs> you know, for the guys, we just, we're just not thinking like that. Right. Yeah, it was, it was golf, um, baseball and the parks. So <laughs> right. that's about it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the parks, I mean, how much do you think you would, I mean, obviously you're going to go to the parks. If you're at Disney, you're, you're not going to just not go to the parks, but are you going to, are you going to try to spend you know, maybe some less time in the parks and doing some more of those things that you wouldn't normally could do because your husband doesn't want to do it or your kids don't want to do it. If you've got <laughs> kids or are you going to, are you going to miss out on park time to take advantage of that opportunity? Or are you still going to try to cram as much theme park time in as possible? Well, I'm going to cram as much time. I am known for being in the parks way too much. So I think my friends would, they'd get it. They'd be okay. Cause when you go to Disney World, it's it's all about embracing that inner child and and not being an adult for a little bit. So we'd definitely be in the parks, but I'm sure we'd find some time for shopping at Disney Springs too. I think for me personally, I'd find a weekend where Magic Kingdom is open till one or two and do an open to close day. Ooh, um, are you talking? Like open one of the parks, whatever is open the earliest and, you know, kind of park hop through the day and see if like how many things we can um, get done in that one day Um, and then see where that goes and see if, you know, if we're just going down for the weekend do we do some other things on the other day. Obviously, I think going down with my friends, we're at least going to want to have at least some time to go out to a lounge or probably to Trader Sam's or the Tambu Lounge and, you know, have a couple drinks and have fun and kind of blow off some steam from the week. And so I think that would definitely be on the agenda. But I think at least an open to close day would be on there. So how much food would play a role in your weekend trip? Would it be a high priority or would it be more of like going to the lounges and having drinks and, and maybe just doing appetizers or something along those lines? Well, I think for me, I think when I go out with my girlfriends, it's more about 
the fun and the, you know, drinking and having a little bit of food. But I think if we were going to go to a restaurant, a sit down, we'd want to like do something, do it up, like go to California Grill and dress up or, you know, go, you know, have a one night where we're having a really special night out together. Yeah, I agree. I think food would be like more an experience probably for us. If it's just the girls, then it would be like a means to an end. It would be important because if we're going to Disney World, I mean, eating is part of the fun. So I think we would try to look for those special things that maybe we've never done before. If you're with your family or with a big group, you really, you just can't conveniently do. But to make it an event, I really like that thought. Yeah, and I think we'd be focusing more on dessert. Oh, yes. Friends. (laughs) Yes. And if there's bread service, too, that would be a plus. Just just go to Sanaa for the bread service. Yeah. Yeah. all day at Sanaa, drinking, watching the animals, and eating bread service. That's, that doesn't sound bad. No, it really doesn't. It also wouldn't sound bad to order the Ohana bread pudding at the Tambula. Oh, and oh yes. yeah. Uh-huh. Now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> With the sticky wings or, you know. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good plan to me. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Sean and I are going to like... Um, do y'all, I don't know how old y'all are, but do y'all remember that TV show Tom Hanks is on Bosom Buddies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sean and I are going to do that so we can pretend to be girls and come on this girl's trip. Because this sounds like a lot more fun than the guy's trip does. Except for the whole tea experience. I'm, 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 in, I'm on tea. You know. Hey, I would go to tea if it meant Ohana bread pudding afterwards. Uh, I'm that's like, true. I'm, I'm fine with that. That is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Mm-hmm. I think most men would. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So I have a question. So I don't know what kind when you guys go to Disney, I don't know if you're vacation club members or if you are like Keith and, you know, uh, value resort all the way or if you're moderate or what. But, you know, would you consider would you consider splurging on a deluxe resort? Because, you know, if, if you and your husband go to the deluxe resort, all that money comes out of the same pocket. But if you go with like three friends and you can split a three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar a night room four ways. That's a really good deal to get to stay at the Grand Floridian for $100 a night. Would you consider splurging or is that not worth it to you? I would definitely consider splurging. (laughs) I mean, we usually do kind of splurge on our vacations a little bit because we tend to spend a good amount of time at the resort. But I think especially, you know, with my friends, we'd probably share beds. So we'd have four people in a room. Um, So I think that splurging and having you know, a $400 room split four ways, I think it'd definitely be on the option. And I think we'd probably go toward Beach Club or Polynesian, in my opinion. But Sure, I just said the Grand because it's, yeah. the, it's the Grand, so it may not be your thing, but still one of those, one of those expensive, nice resorts that maybe yeah. you don't get to stay at otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, my husband and I, like, we are Disney on the cheap kind of people, so we always go with value but mm, we're talking about split and price now you have me in my cheapskate heart and like you're talking my language so I think I would like to splurge I might feel a little guilty because my husband really wants to go to Polynesian someday so maybe I'd have to like try something else but definitely a moderate at the very least and I'm thinking maybe like Port Orleans Riverside where it just feels so classy and very Princess Tiana in your mindset and that would be super fun just to have a quiet place to be with your friends and away from screaming children and or whatever it is in our lives I think and, and you can stay at the royal rooms yep. if you stay that's at right 
yeah, which would be kind of cool. <laughs> that would be. And I do love Riverside. We didn't stay in a royal room, but we, we have stayed at Riverside. And it's a, it's a really lovely little resort. I think too, and you know, when you're going with your with the with your girlfriends, um, it's important to have a nice pool. Like, even if you're just gonna go back to the resort for a couple hours, and I don't know that I'd want to be going back to the, you know, to a value pool with all the kids right. and my hot tub, and you know, so if I'm gonna go back to the pool with my friends, I think I'd like to go to a moderate or a deluxe. A little, little quieter lounging by the uh, by the pool at the Poly as opposed to the big blue pool at Art of Animation. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't get me wrong; that's a really awesome pool, but you know, it's uh, a different uh, different situation. Yeah, there. it's a different atmosphere. A margarita by the pool sounds a lot more fun uh, yeah. at some resorts than others. <laughs> I'm sure this is something that's going to come up: the spa and massages. Is that going to be a high priority on your girls' weekend? For me, it would not. I'm not. I'm not someone that likes doing that kind of stuff. I mean, if, if I was going with my friends that live around here, we might get our nails done before going. Um, but like a manicure is, it's like upwards of fifty dollars at yeah. Disney. So, and that's like not even a massage. Um, and I think, you know, anything beyond a manicure pedicure, you're not really getting that social interaction like you would in the parks or you know, at the resort or, you know, at a lounge. So I think that that would probably be something I would skip. I think I would agree. Like Melissa was saying, at the mall, where it's going to be super cheap, I might think about it, but I don't think it would be very high up on our list. I guess I'm, I'm speaking for my friends and they might disagree in my hypothetical universe where we get to do this, but I don't know. I still just get creeped out with the thought of other people touching me while I can't see them touching me, so... <laughs> so I'm out. <laughs> and I'm out. Yep. Well, I could see that. I mean, you know, I didn't think about the social aspect of it. I mean, you know, the Manny and Petty, for sure, but if you're getting massaged, it's very quiet, and you're, you know, it's in a, a darkened Separate. room. You're not really having, like, a, a good time, necessarily, you know, hanging out with your friends. So that that's a good point that I didn't think about. That sounds like something maybe you would do more on your own if you were going to do it. You know, go take the kids and go do something, and I'm going to go get a massage by myself. Or, <laughs> well, not to be, you know, we, we don't want this to come across as, uh, you know, being sexist in any way. So what about something that's, you know, we, we've kind of mentioned some of the stereotypical stuff. What about something that maybe isn't stereotypical? There's a lot of women out there who <laughs> like to play sports or want to go fishing. I mean, is that something you guys would consider, any of those sorts of things? Um, I've done the like just fishing at the resort with my husband and I've had a lot of fun with that. I don't know that my the girls that I'm thinking of would want to be doing that, but I definitely like doing those things. Um, but I think also those are things my husband would kind of miss out on. Um, well, that's okay. So. It's it's a girl's trip. He can If he misses the out, he's going to miss out on Splash Mountain too, but you're still going to do it. So. Well, I mean, honestly, I'd probably, if, dream world i could plan this for any time i would probably be planning for food and wine which my husband would miss out on but <laughs> so you did the fishing though where did you where did you do that uh, was that in the was that in bay lake or uh, down um, on the sasagula or because i think you can fish off the sasagula yeah, too we, I think. we did fishing at fort wilderness okay um just in one of their waterways 
I've always been curious about it because I've always, you know, my, I grew up, my dad was a big fisherman, so he would take me as a kid. So, you know, fishing has always kind of been my, like the father son thing to me. And I've always wanted to do it. But so how long are you out there? I don't want to, I don't want to get derailed too much, but I'm just we curious. I haven't talked to anyone who's done <laughs> it. Too, too long. But, you know, um, on our honeymoon, we just decided to take a day to explore different resorts. And we went to explore Fort Wilderness and decided to just pick up some rods and go fishing for a little bit. And so, you know, we just got two rods and some bait and just hung out for a little bit and relaxed. And it was catch anything. I mean, I know it's catch and release, but did you catch anything? We caught a really, I think it was a sunfish. Cool. Not a small sunny, but it was still fun. It's it's fun. Yeah. I mean, catching something is all that matters. You just want to catch something. It doesn't matter what it it is necessarily or how big it is. (laughs) Okay. Well, we can unrabbit trail. I was just curious. (laughs) So out of curiosity, would doing one of the maybe possible dessert parties for the fireworks or maybe renting one of the the boats for the fireworks cruise, is that be something you'd be interested in doing? Um, I've done some of the dessert parties and I wasn't overly impressed. I think I'm one of those people that I, as much as I said, we'd be focusing on desserts, certain amount of sugar just doesn't sit well in my stomach when, you know, so just eating all those desserts without real food. What we did really, I really did enjoy was the 3D Discovery Dessert Party at the Food and Wine Festival because they also had charcuterie. So there was a mixture, which I would definitely pay for that again. Um, But I just don't think that the dessert parties are really for me. Yeah, I would agree. There's so many good desserts you can pick up, like specifically thinking about World Showcase. I mean, if I can go to France... And I can get an ice cream macaron. I'm gonna be a happy lady. So <laughs> that's me too. Yeah, or Thanks. butterfinger cupcake. I mean, sign yeah. me up. I was so let down by the butterfinger cupcake. Really? It was not uh, as good as I wanted to wanted it to be. It was. I don't know what it was. It just wasn't. I good. don't know. But the macaron ice cream sandwich. I will. I will fight somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have I you think- had the pumpkin one? No, I haven't. I've only ever had the chocolate, and I need to branch out. But I'm just well, so in love with that thing. Well, the pumpkin one's only available, you know, in the fall, obviously. Right. So. I think the um, problem with the dessert parties is just, you know, unfortunately, they're so mass-produced yeah. that, yeah. you know, they just kind of all taste almost the same, even though they're different desserts, and they just have that really high sugar content taste, whereas, you know, we could still, you know, eat desserts around the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Works, and I think we just have a better time that way than you know, at a dessert party. You know, that's the thing with me. This is brought up. We've brought it up before, and I think we bring it up again in the future. But um, (laughs) (laughs) the the thing like with the dessert parties is it doesn't really interest me. It's not like here in New Jersey, I can go to an Italian bakery. I can get cannolis and I can get Italian cookies. Um, So many different types of cakes that if they had that, at a dessert party, I'd be all over it. But with mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they have, like you said, they're so rich and, and sweet. I just, they just don't know. They just do not interest me. Yeah. They interest me because I, I did the Christmas party uh, or the Osborne Lights dessert party on uh, this past year. And I mean, it was, it was nice. It was enjoyable. And I didn't, I had a good time, you know, it, but it's tough to, it's tough to feel like you get your value out of it because it's hard to eat that many sweets. Right. Um, you know, if you go to Ohana, you know, if you want to, you know, if you really, if you want to, not that you have to, but if you go to Ohana and you want to get your money's worth, quote unquote, 
go to town, man. You can go. You can <laughs> eat your weight and wings and all that stuff and and feel like you get your value. It's a little easier, but you can only eat so many eclairs before you're like, oh, right. I'm feeling a little nauseous and I don't want any more. So I, I, they're fun. It's it's kind of a every once in a while thing to me, but not all the time. And it depends on the cost as well. So talking about making dining an event, would you go to a place, let's just say Acker Shoes for dinner or breakfast, whatever, and dress up as your favorite princess and eat your <laughs> meal with your girlfriends? <laughs> you know, you're not I'm allowed laughing. to wear costumes in the parks anymore, Sean. Well, I mean, you can Disney bounding. Is that what they call it? Where you can sure. Yeah. Or you like fake it basically. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I laugh, but I own way more her universe clothes than is probably healthy for anyone. Individual. Oh, really? Yeah. So I might sport a Loki dress. You know, that seems fitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that we would, like I said, we might be the ones with like the cute matching shirts, um, since we do it at work, um, for holidays. <laughs> But I think we'd be more of, you know, we might do a character meal, but I think we'd be more to, you know, choosing one signature meal and, like, dressing up fancy and, you know, enjoying it that way. So more of the, the serious end of things. Yeah. You, you yeah. really want to enjoy it. Okay. Relaxed, yeah. I should say. More of a relaxed dinner. Mm-hmm. Victoria Alberts, is it in the cards, or is that too romantic? <laughs> kind of weird with your friends. <laughs> yeah, that's that seems more a couple thing. Yeah, yeah but it's I, so I, good. I would eat. I'd eat Victorian Alberts with anybody. I don't care. <laughs> a perfect stranger could be like, "Hey, I got a reservation. Do you want to go?" Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Silence is good for radio. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was waiting for you, Alan, to see if you had something else. No, I was waiting on you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was looking at the um, that her universe that you were just talking about. I didn't realize oh. had so much cool stuff on it. I mean, oh. obviously, it's for women, so I can't buy it. But still, <laughs> it's cool. Are either of you two runners for Run Disney? No, no. I I dream, but don't have the follow through. I much prefer <laughs> just sitting on the couch and watching Disney movies than powering yeah. through. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at too. <laughs> Because, I mean, that would actually be a perfect girls weekend as well, doing one of the yeah. marathon weekends. Yeah, the princess run. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't any of the races, really. I mean, that'd be a fun one. A fun mm-hmm. weekend. I mean, that could be a guys or girls weekend, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'd be fun to coordinate your running costumes. Right. You know, one thing we haven't talked about is, um, I think, at least my friends, we might actually, depending on how long we were down there, might try to volunteer at Give Kids the World for a day. Um, I was a volunteer there for a while when I was on my college program and I stayed down longer. And I think, you know, just as a girls weekend, I think it would be fun to, you know, kind of see how Disney affects other people as well and how a lot of our patients, where a lot of our patients go. Um, so not a typical thing that people would do, but since we send a lot of patients there, I think that would be fun for us to do as well. Yeah, that would, that would be a really nice thing to do (laughs) as a, you know, a group of friends, or even if you weren't with your significant other or whatever, I mean, that's something else you can think about doing to, to give back to other people that could, that are in need or, or whatnot. So we talked about food and wine saying that the the probability of would be, choosing food and wine to enjoy it a little bit more so would that be 
probably the number one choice that would be like a deciding factor to make it food and wine and spending your whole time walking around the countries, enjoying everything, taking lots of pictures, you know, literally taking your time and just soaking up everything. I think for me, that would be a big factor. Um, I think my friends and I would just love going around the different countries and trying things and, you know, we're not shy about sharing food. So, you know, um, we'd get, we'd cover more ground. (laughs) than going with just one other person or, you know, and being able to take pictures and, you know, enjoy ourselves. And I've done one of those signature dining meals during food and wine too. And that was a lot of fun as well. Um, It's quite a splurge, but I think that over something like Victoria and Albert's, um, if you were really going to splurge on something, is more fun with a group of people because you're sitting at a communal table with whoever signs up for it. So doing those kinds of things or the food and beverage seminars or um, I think those would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think my preference, oddly enough, is for flower and garden. I just think it's such a pretty time of year and I love those topiaries and I realize they're out long past that, but there's something about Disney World in May. I think that would be more a priority for me and my friends. And that may just because one of my friends when we went, it was during flower and garden but I think that would be more for us we're not big drinkers which <laughs> maybe I should have told you before <laughs> but um so yeah I guess the wine part's not as important to us but food who doesn't like food food and wine <laughs> would still be fun but it just also feels sometimes so crowded during food and wine so I don't know I think I'd prefer flower and garden and that's probably when I would pinpoint just I don't know special memories maybe some reason I prefer it I can't decide between the two. That's a tough decision. That's like choosing your favorite kid. They're both fun in their own way. Yeah, I love the fall at Disney. I love the uh, slightly cooler weather. And and I love the Halloween decorations of Magic Kingdom. True. Flower and Garden's a lot of fun, too. Uh, And the food is... It's fresher. And and not in a, like... Not that food and wine food sits around for days before it's served. (laughs) But it just... It has, like, a, a more fresh spring... There's something about like spring vegetables, you know, you know yeah. when the when the it just seems more light and fresh, and I don't know, it's just it's hard to describe. Yeah. If Keith were here, he could say it. He's a chef. He could give me the right. No, but they do <laughs> their way to um, use you know what's in season and kind of make it about the freshness of the you know the vegetables and the fruit. There's a lot more yeah. of that. You know, there's a lot more focus on it at, at yeah. Flower Garden. Plus, you can go release butterflies. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> you can't beat about... the fairy bug, though. That's true. <laughs> There's some kind of special magic in that bog. <laughs> it really is. There's so much hate for the cranberry bog in Disney's social media world, and I've never <sighs> understood, like, why there's, like, what is wrong with the cranberry bog? Like, I actually really like seeing Just leave it alone. Like, if you don't yeah. like it, fine, move on, but... <laughs> It's just fun. People, I mean, I don't get to see cranberry bogs in central North Carolina, so it's kind of <laughs> cool to see. And I know that's not a real one, but still, you get to see how it works. It's right. fun. Let it go, people. <laughs> yeah, Elsa says, let it go. Yes. Elsa likes cranberry bogs, so that, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I heard. Would. That's what I heard. <laughs> you already hear hers. What about going at, uh, at Christmas or Halloween? Would you, you Would you go to one of the parties? Oh, yes. Definitely. I love the Very Merry Christmas Party. I mean, who doesn't enjoy Mickey's Halloween Party, too? But 
uh, just the castle all lit up with the ice and everything, and hot chocolate and cookies all night long. Yes, that's Christmas. I think that would be super fun to go with a bunch of friends and just embrace the season and the parade and everything. That would be magical. Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be a lot of fun to go, and that would be a time where you could dress up. You can. Yeah, you could. You can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Well, at the oh, right, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, one of the last things I had thought of would be like the nightcap. Would you be spending a lot of time, say, downtown Disney, going to maybe bongos for? I guess they do dancing there or dancing at the. Over at the boardwalk, there the nobody dances at Atlantic Dance Hall. Atlantic Dance Hall, <laughs> or hitting anywhere like that, would that so, be like a priority to 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 like you know the nightlife, you know, for a little more excitement? I don't know about going out dancing. Um, like I said, we'd probably go out for drinks somewhere, but um, I don't know that we'd go out for those dance places. I think we'd have more fun going out to something like Trader Sam's or Jack Lindsay's or. You know, um, one of those fun atmosphere type places without the dancing part. <laughs> yeah, that's more my speed too. I think it would be fun to finish the night at the boardwalk in particular. I have a friend who loves spending every night at Disney Springs, but I don't know. I I just like hit the ground running so hard every day that if we don't finish off like riding Tower Terror three times in a row or Everest, you know, six times in a row at the end of the night. That's just like not a Disney night to me. So God, you're crazy. I know. <laughs> Can't I know. keep up with you. <laughs> no, I'm tired by like yeah. seven. Oh, yeah. uh, that's what the afternoon nap is for. <laughs> yeah, I should do that, but we don't do that. <laughs> we always go to we we just we just take late dinner, so we don't eat dinner until like nine yeah. o'clock usually when we go to Disney. So an evening that ends at Via Napoli would be fine too. That's true. Yeah. Good choice. So I think that's it, right, on. Yep, I don't have anything else. Do you, uh, Melissa, Sarah, have any other ideas that pop in your head about a, a girl's trip? Well, my girl's trip with my fans, we're such Star Wars nerds, so we're definitely going to finish one night watching fireworks because, I mean, fireworks in Hollywood Studios, even though that poor park is on its last leg right now until something better. That would probably, like, make my best friend and I just, like, weep with the Keith glory of John really Williams. Amazing. I want to see them so badly. <laughs> I guess Keith saw opening night, right, Sean? Yes, he did, wow. yeah. Yeah, he yeah. said it was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, he, he really he just, liked it. He said he just stood there with his jaw on the ground the whole time. <laughs> I think he said he cried a little bit, too, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. He had a tear in his eye or something along those lines. <laughs> Melissa? No, I think I've gotten all my ideas. Okay, cool. So I, I, I see you had a, you definitely had a different perspective than us guys. So it was it was pretty cool to hear that. Hear that. It was. But before we let you go, if you've ever listened to the show, you know we have to put you through your paces. <laughs> so I will let Sean do the world famous Tiki Talk lightning round. Okay, Sarah, your favorite snack in the parks? Oh, Butterfinger cupcake. Melissa. Uh, I'm going to go with the cookie ice cream sandwich. Good choice. Favorite attractions? Tower of Terror. Kilimanjaro Safari. Favorite Disney character? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite movie? Disney movie. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. (laughs) (laughs) This is a first. 
the next one will totally be different, but your favorite Disney park memory? Writing Peter Pan. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, on my very first trip to Disney World when I was in fifth grade, I had this weird idea to get a pin from each of the parks of the icon and put it on this Hakuna Matata hat because I was totally obsessed with the Lion King. And on our way out of Crystal Palace, the cast member at the door noticed my hat and he said, oh, I noticed you don't have Magic Kingdom yet. And I said, oh, no, I don't. And kind of was walking away. And he stopped me and said, wait, no, no, no. And he took this beautiful pin of Cinderella's castle off of his vest and gave it to me. And that's the best memory, just showing cast members and their power and the magic. And I'll remember that forever. I have no clue where the hat is, but that memory is almost more important. It's somewhere. It's just... That meant so much to me, and I think like that's probably the moment where like I got it. Like this is Disney World. This is the Disney difference. Very cool story. You should dig that out and wear your wear the hat on your next trip. I should (laughs) post a picture on uh, on Twitter. Right. I think I'm gonna have to go with one when I was a cast member. Actually, Um, I worked at the Bippity Boppity Boutique, um, and we had a little girl come in. She was a Make a Wish princess and had multiple surgeries on her face and you know the whole time I was telling her these stories about Tinkerbell and how Tinkerbell came in the night before and chased stitched throughout the castle and that's why there was pixie dust everywhere and we had a great time and when I turned her around she she started screaming mommy I'm beautiful and I think you know that just gave me it still gives me chills today thinking about her saying that and her mom crying and um you know just that much how powerful disney can be for families and um you know whether they're going through something or not just how magical it can be i know i'd ball my eyes out if i heard that if i was there (laughs) we probably have listeners right now that are tearing up oh sure (laughs) wow well not right now but right now as they listen to never mind mind. (laughs) i mean that's pretty powerful it is. That's a, That's great, a great story, movie. too. Yeah, it's kind of actually one of the things that had me go toward the job that I went into. I changed my major after coming back from Disney, so. Wow. A life-changing event. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Amazing. Right at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to uh, thank you guys for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's kind of last note, last minute, and uh, but we appreciate you taking the time out of your your night to join us in the Tiki Hut. But before we let you go, we do want to give you guys a chance to say a little bit more about yourself in terms of your social media presence, blogs, websites, you know, whatever you want to promote. Let our, let our listeners know where they can find you so they can they can follow you and tweet at you and, and make new friends. <laughs> sure. So um, I can be found on Twitter at KidCenteredDiz, so KidCenteredDIS. Um, and from there, you can find my blog, which is Child Center Disney, and my YouTube channel. Yeah, we're on Twitter as well. My husband and I have Just a Dream Away. On Twitter, we're at Just a Dream Away 1. And on Facebook, we're Just a Dream Away 1971. And that'll get you to our blog, Just a Dream Away blog.blogspot.com. And we're also on iTunes. If you have another room for another podcast in your heart, we'd love to have you. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. 
Well, thank you again for for coming on, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, So that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized Magic Band covers. They have all sorts of things. You have Doctor Who on there. One of our guests tonight would probably enjoy that. You should go check that out. Uh, MyFantasyBands.com. And if you use the code ENCHANTEDTIKITALK20, that's Enchanted Tiki Talk 2-0. You can get 20% off your order. Please let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Please like us on Facebook. Check out our store at RedBubble.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. And lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. You can also find Keith when he's not in Disney World at uh, Dole Whip Daily on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and our special guests, Sarah and Melissa, this is Alan. And you've been listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. You weren't sure of your name, were you? (laughs) No, I was. I just... uh, it it's matter. okay. You're getting older. It's it's okay. You know? I am. The gray hairs are coming. They're starting to sprout. It's, it's part of it, man. I don't know. It's okay. They have um, stuff you can cover that with now. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> People focus on my red beard more than the gray hairs on my head. They're like, "Why is your beard red?" No, magic. You, know? <laughs> you don't have red hair. Do you color it? Yes, I color my beard because that's what I do. <laughs> husband's beard too say again my husband's beard is red too and he doesn't have red hair (laughs) okay yeah does he get that like why is your beard red like what i don't know what do you mean why it just is (laughs) enchanted tiki talk has been brought to you by mousepros.com log on to mousepros.com to plan your perfect disney vacation and by kingdom strollers Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.